This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. And this is Christina, and you're listening to Wannabe Fans, a podcast for wannabe fans of St. Louis City SC. Today we are drinking wine and whining and wailing about whales. (laughs) Excellent, excellent start to the podcast, I have to say, but we had a uh, unlucky match yesterday, USA versus Wales. Anna Maria and I were down at Second Shift Brewery. I think most people were at the Amsterdam just based on pictures. I think we had a lot of people over at City Park too. Um, but Second Shift was, there was a handful of people there. Um, yeah. I actually liked it because it was pretty chill. Like yeah. I didn't have to fight for any sort of space or anything. It was just show up, sit down, watch. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. The only thing I would say is that there weren't a lot of people yelling. Yeah. It's which I really fun. needed that because yes. I like to yell. And I also like to yell things that are obviously wrong. They're just my opinions. And <laughs> I constantly found myself yelling at the screen and then saying, sorry. That's sorry. Not, that's not. <laughs> These are just my own thoughts. These aren't right. <laughs> but there were so many things that I saw happening that – I wanted to not happen, and I just wanted us to play. The the second half, I wanted us to just play much stronger um, than we did. But the first half was really exciting. I mean, what were your thoughts? I mean, this was your first first time. Well, not, I, your first, well, not your first World Cup watch because you did watch a I'm match gonna, earlier that day, too. Yeah, I did. And, like, I've never, like, sat down and watched before. Um, we've had it on, like when I've been out and about, of course, when the world cups happen during the summer, uh, and I've been at different things, it's been on, but I've never really paid much attention to it. So the first match that I can say that I watched would have been Senegal versus the Netherlands. And that was earlier. And I, again, I'm newer, newer to soccer, but the intensity of that, that match and USA versus Wales, uh, compared to the MLS game that I've gone to compared to the premier league matches that we watched at the Amsterdam um, a couple weeks ago was insane. Like it's so much higher intensity and you can tell that they're really, they're fighting for every single moment that they're out there to try to propel their team to a win. I will say that Christian Pulisic was, I felt like he was robbed a lot of the, the, the match just because there were so many set pieces, so many, we had so much control in the first half. And there were, what, like three fouls uh, from the U.S. side that were were called, like... Well, three yellows, not three just yellows. fouls, which I think are, I realized are different things, because a foul can stop play without being a yellow card. Yeah. Yeah. 
but um, three yellow cards. And it was, it seemed like at the beginning, my take was that the U.S. team was getting the yellow cards. And there was a lot happening with Wales that was not being called. Like they were not calling a lot of those um, those fouls. And so I, I was definitely frustrated watching, especially the first half, because we had so much control we did. in the first half. I mean, if you look at the statistics, it says that we had like, I have to go all the way back, but we controlled 66% of the possession. And so we made a combined 98 progressive carries and progressive passes, whereas Wales was 24. And so even watching, it was like the ball was constantly on our side. We had control, but we just did not make those. We didn't complete it. We weren't able to. Um, Get yeah. it in the goal? Yeah. yeah. We were just unlucky, it seemed. Um, but Wales is also a very, very good team. So it made sense that we were having to fight for our lives and we weren't just being handed, you know, goals left and right. I also thought it was interesting because it seemed like most of the time that we did try to get up to the goal to score, we always went to like the left of the goal if you were facing it and then tried to like kick across to get it in. And I think I saw that like four times and it mm-hmm. just never worked any time in the second half that they did it. Again, don't know enough to actually have the right technical terms to describe it, but that's just what it looked like to me. Yeah. That was also interesting when we went to the Men in Blazers show last night, which I know that I showed up right when they were talking about USA versus Wales. And it was, it was very entertaining. You were there the whole time. What did you think? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was really great commentary. Um, I don't think you missed a lot of the conversation um, about USA and Wales, the match. I think that um, you got there right on time, but I thought there was a lot of great commentary. I think that they kind of shared the same feelings and thoughts about the match um, as a lot of other people, the majority, but I think the uh, the the real tragedy was um, in the second half when Zimmerman uh, was was trying to defend um, as Vale had the, oh, no. had possession. I, I believe he was turning around, uh, but he kind of collided uh, right into him and led to that free kick, which led to tying up the the game which really was hard to watch um I, I feel like if I was Zimmerman I would be I would be carrying a pretty heavy weight off the field I, I mean we we all make mistakes <laughs> yeah just not all of us make them publicly on the world stage exactly exactly I think that there's there's a different level of accountability uh with that and and so all in all, I'm on the side of a tie is better than a loss, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, and to see us have a point uh, up there, like that was that was really important. Um, Way was was able to give us that one point in the first half. Um, was hoping that we would just stay aggressive, keep them off 
on the second half, but we just had that very unlucky outcome with Zimmerman. Yeah, hopefully on Friday we can we can kind of carry that same energy for the entire match. Um, and, versus and England. Versus England. I'm very, very worried. <laughs> yeah, because their their uh, match against Iran was a uh, yeah kind of a shutout. Yeah, but if you are not someone who is super familiar with soccer or the yeah the sport Anna Maria would you say that it's like it's a good time to just go out there and watch anyway like that you can yeah. kind of grasp what's going on and, and get into it because like I know um again my background's in fencing and the way the fencing tournament is structured is actually a lot like the world cup so it makes sense to me there's a group stage which is similar to like fencing pools where everyone in your group you have a match against and then based on the outcome of that, you move on to a direct elimination round. So I think it's a very entertaining to watch at this level, even as someone who's new to it, because of how high intensity it is. And because you can literally hear the crowd's reactions in real time while you're watching the match, which is really spectacular to hear tens of thousands of people all cheering or booing or chanting in a stadium that is thousands of miles away from you and they're saying like USA or they're singing the national anthem or whatever the case may be. It's just, it's truly spectacular it is, is similar to the Olympics and like how, how like enthusiastic I can get about something that maybe I don't, I'm not super familiar with. Yeah. And I think it's even something that I like to do is whenever I'm watching a match like that, um, I will just go on Twitter or Facebook and I'll kind of follow along with the match and what people are saying, because there are usually people on there that are way more experienced who are giving their thoughts about a certain instance in the match. And it kind of shapes, like it gives me context and it gives me, um, you know, more of an idea of what, what happened. And so I can watch out for that later. And that's something that I like to do is kind of use it as a, a learning experience. But it's also the energy. I mean, how crazy was it to just see everyone on screen? Um, they were dancing. They were all dressed up, red, white, and blue. Uh, a lot of the Wales supporters had bleached their hair. Um, I think it might have been in solidarity with one of their players, but um, I, I'm not 100% sure on that. Maybe they just um, really like bleached hair. Or they just really like bleached hair and and more power to you. Um, but there's just a lot of, it just looked like so much fun. And to be on the side of watching it, um, you know, at a watch party, you have people who are, you know, cheering with you, yelling at the TV or the screen with you and just being pissed off together. I think it's, it's a lot better that way. Um, I thought it was interesting because like going to the second shift watch party for it, even though there wasn't a whole bunch of people there, you could feel the mood change. Right. Like, you could just feel it change after like we all scored because before that we we're talking, we we're like, we're cheering, we're, you know, letting out signs of frustration, etc. And it was like dead silent after we all scored because we were just all waiting with bated breath to see if 
USA could tie it back up. Yeah. Um, or not tie it back up. Sorry. They were tied, but to score another goal. Right. We did not. Again, just a very cool feeling to be in that environment and have everybody rooting for the same team. Cause we didn't really have that at the Amsterdam. The Amsterdam, there was a lot more friendly banter and going back and forth about teams. Yeah. Um, because we were watching Premier League and everyone's there for a different team. Right. Yeah. There is something different about everyone in the room being behind the same team. Um, I think at City Park, there was actually someone who was there supporting Wales, but he was the only one. And I saw, I think it was a tweet or a post about it, but <laughs> I think that that was probably a very interesting environment to be in. That's um, very brave. Yeah, very brave. I, yeah, but, but otherwise, I mean, you're all there together. I think it kind of helps because you win together, you lose together. You draw and together. you draw together. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I think that it's, it's a way to get everyone together uh, for a common purpose. And that's always a good thing. Or, Sorry, I take that back. That's not always a good thing. Not always. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it can be a good thing. When and used for the right purposes. <laughs> when used for the right purposes. Exactly. But it was nice to wrap up the day at the Men and Blazers uh, podcast event. Um, we were able to go. Um, and it, that was really cool. I, I was able to show up on time only because I bailed on my family Thanksgiving a half hour early so I could be there on time. Sorry, Grandma. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the Grandma who supports our podcast. But she understood. Um, she understands this is my dream. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, she actually asked me to quiz her at the table. Uh, and I forgot what terms we went through at the the first time we did the terms so I was saying stuff and she was like I don't remember that I don't know what that is <laughs> yeah I I was able to get there on time um it was really cool to just be there with a bunch of other people who love soccer and uh, they were really funny um Obviously, they have a lot of experience with soccer. So yes. we were able to get a live perspective uh, from, you know, more experienced uh, soccer fans. And um, that was pretty cool for me. But there were also some guests that showed up, which yep. was really cool. Um, do you want to talk about that? <laughs> because you were there for that part. Yes, they had... Ozzy from the Cardinals, they had Nikki Glazer, and then they had uh, Coach Cornell from St. Louis City all come on as guests. Mm -hmm. And it was very entertaining. I, I want to go back a minute and just say that for me, as someone who's only just kind of figuring out what offsides is at this point in time, because I, you know, sometimes when they show that video replay, it makes it a little bit easier, the slow motion, uh, which they did do for the World Cup. Um, they didn't necessarily dumb things down, but they talked about things in a way that I could easily understand what was going on because they weren't like so technical where they were talking about like detailed little stats or, you know, things that you're not going to recognize. And if they were going to put something up as like a situation that they were talking about, it would be explained ahead of time. 
Right. So I had, I had a lot of fun with it because it was, it was accessible for me. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't like watching the halftime show or something because it they get really technical with the halftime yeah. shows um, either in the Premier League or the World Cup as well. But yeah. Back to the guests, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember his last name. The guy from the Cardinals, was it Ozzy Smith? Smith. Ozzy Smith. 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 Ozzy Smith. Okay. Not from St. Louis, so if I offend anyone by not knowing that, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sure that my... Pop up, my grandpa, he's rolling over in his grave right now because he was a diehard Cardinals fan from the time <laughs> that he was little. So he would know who Ozzy Smith is. I didn't, but Ozzy Smith was so funny because he was just like, he was just saying everything kind of straight and just like, well, this is what it was like then. This is what it's like now. And they brought up like his, I guess he had a signature backflip that he would do and other stuff. And they were just really joking around. And I liked his perspective on the city of St. Louis and how he was like talking about how there is this, it is a sports town and there is this sports gap, especially with the Rams gone that a team like city FC can like come in and become a real big part of like the, the fabric of the city. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really, I really appreciated Ozzy Smith being there and his, I don't know, humility almost in that he was like, you're you're Ozzy Smith and and him telling us, you know, how are you when you played soccer? Because he played soccer and he was like, I'm bad or I was bad. I and, was fast, but I, yeah, but was, I was not fast, good. But I was not good. There you yeah, go. That was, like that was it. <laughs> Sorry, Ozzy. Just the humility and he just seems so genuine. He really did. And I just I loved, I loved seeing him. And um, hearing, you know, what he had to say about St. Louis and sports and and everything. And I just thought that was really cool. And then it kind of transitioned. And then we had Nikki Glacier and Glazer. I'm not actually sure if it's Gla- Glazer or Glazer. I feel like, yeah, I keep saying uh, Glacier. Like, I don't think it's that's Glacier. Right. I don't that's think that's right. right. Yeah. And but she was there and she gave, you know, her perspective on St. Louis and being a celebrity in St. Louis and people not really recognizing her as a celebrity here or maybe not really caring as much as they would if she was in other, you know, the West Coast, East Coast. But. And this is this is pretty as a good thing. I'm just going to jump in and say that because she, yeah. she was complaining. She wasn't complaining. She was no. saying it was a good thing that people didn't recognize her as a celebrity here and people just treated her like a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I thought she was hilarious. There was one part where um, she, she had mentioned that, you know, a lot of the women, oh, there's not a lot of women here. And if they are here, they're probably being drugged here by their significant others or whatever. And, and it made me laugh. And the woman next to me was like, this is so wrong. <laughs> I'm like, she's a comedian. She's joking. But obviously, but Jeff was next to me and he leaned over and he was like, um, she drugged me here. So we laughed about that. Um, I just, I <laughs> just <thought> being <laughs> the minority in the room, but yeah, it was just funny. I, I think there could have been a better choice of words there, but mm-hmm. it was, it was, I know it was just an attempt at humor. It wasn't, oh yeah, it wasn't something that was like, you don't belong here or anything like that. It was just right. Yeah. Not, it wasn't that deep, but it was just like, we were thinking, Oh, in a room for soccer (laughs) podcast for soccer. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was funny. And, um, 
Then the highlight for me was at the end, um, they invited the... Wait, you forgot someone. You forgot Coach Carnell had come out. Yes, he did. Sorry, I thought you mentioned that already. Um, He came out and talked about the team. Do you have... I, I don't have a lot of insight on that, though. He was, like, the shortest guest that they had. Yeah. Um, And also, I will say this, though. It was, like, dead quiet in there whenever he spoke. Like, yeah. kind of during other things, you might have a little bit of rumbling and, like, people booing when Stan Kroenke came up oh. or, <laughs> or, like, other sorts of things where it was just, like, a lot of, like, cloud, crowd interaction with mm-hmm. the, um, the guests in some ways or just crowd reactions to the guests. But when Coach Cornell was speaking, it was just dead silent. Like, I didn't hear as much reaction at all to anything that he said, because unless it was just a pause, you know? Right. Um, so that was that was kind of cool to see. Yeah, there was definitely a shift yeah. in the room. Everyone was hanging on to his words. I yeah. feel that. Yeah, I feel like it was just a really important moment and people were, you know, reading the room really well. And yeah. so props to everyone in the room (laughs) for being able to do that. But yeah, so that was really cool too. I did not know he was going to be there and it probably said something about that um, on the invite, but I missed it. So um, that was really cool and exciting for me. Um, And what were you going to say about closing out? Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, So after that uh, portion of the night, they invited the Luligans to come on stage and they did um, a chant and everybody in the room was just like on their feet chanting. And it was the perfect way to wrap up the night. In my opinion, Um, it was really cool to see a lot of friends and people that have just busted their ass to like support soccer and to make those, you know, nights in in the corner, if you were, you know, with St. Louis FC, um, make it loud, make it exciting, create an experience for all of the supporters, um, you know, the, the charity, the food, tailgate experience, traveling to away matches, like all of the, the hard work and just... I don't even know the appropriate word. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Yeah. Like that brought them all the way here. Um, It was just really, that was really exciting. It was Um, very special. Yeah. And and I felt like it was well-deserved for them to be um, up there and receiving that recognition because like they, they have a lot of heart and soul. That was how the night had wrapped up. I think a lot of people were invited to go to like a an after party after party at Ballpark Village. Um, I had to work the next day, and apparently, I can't stay up past ten o'clock anymore. So I was, I was not there, but I saw the pictures, and the people who were there looked like they had a blast, and they were the perfect people to stay and rally for the night because, yeah, they. <laughs> They had all the energy in the world, and I I was happy to see that when I woke up this morning. So, We do have a bingo card update. We have mentioned in a previous podcast that we were running a bingo card for any sort of hate mail or non-constructive criticism that we received. 
that we said we wouldn't share with you the actual bingo card, but as things got ticked off of it, we would let you know. Christina, what happened last night? Well, last night, as we were leaving Men and Blazers, we were standing outside and we were hanging out with some friends and we had someone come out and give us some positive feedback to our podcast, which was really cool. So of course I fangirled over that for a second and then realized that we have not received any negative feedback either in our DMs or email, or in person. And so I made that clear. <laughs> Are we bringing names into this? <laughs> I think we should. We did before. The same person. Brad was with us, and he he was very uh, willing to contribute to a spot on our card. And that spot is, well, two spots. Two spots. Started with letting us know that we were dumb as fuck. Mm-hmm. That was one <laughs> spot, by the way. Um, which I mean, we already knew that we, well, honestly, I feel like Anna Maria has, you know, what's the right word? Um, like she has protection at this time because she doesn't know anything because she's hasn't been a part of the soccer community and she's learning and she's growing, but there's also me and I was supposed to be her guide through this whole thing. And I don't really even know how I got signed up for that because I am dumb as fuck. So I, <laughs> I accept it. Okay. I will say full disclosure. I, and I'll say it again. I was sick for a lot of those episodes, but I know it's no excuse. I just, I'm going to do it until I can, I'm going to milk that for as long as I can. Um, but the other part was Christina should know better. And so bingo card um, spot number two that we got last night. Yes. So we had the free space. Christina should know better. Calling us stupid or dumb. And our arsenal arsenal <laughs> arsenal fans apologist. So we have those. And, and you know, okay, we know that Tottenham, uh, the Tottenham Hotspurs are in London. Okay. For all of you that weren't able to gather that information from that episode they are from london and i'm so sorry for misguiding you but three spots we are nowhere near a bingo at this point but we are getting there so we have two spots left to fill as far as with you know more categories i guess but we are on our way to a bingo and i do want to mention brad said this all very affectionately so yes. please don't please don't come at brad no, 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 no. And I was asking, I was asking for negative feedback. You, you so, kind of, you kind of were so asking. So whatever for it, I yes. got, I yeah. was, I was asking for that. I needed it. Okay, I needed to be knocked down. <laughs> <laughs> My head was getting way too big. Someone said one nice thing, and I was just through the roof. So <laughs> you should get that. Checked I was out. letting the fame. <laughs> the fame was too much. You know, having one, one <laughs> follower me over the edge so we're gonna have to keep keep knocking me down a peg yeah so if you do have any constructive criticism non-constructive criticism feedback or rants about how awful we are please send them our way we are listening with bated breath and we will issue a public non-apology for all of your complaints 
And to make sure that I'm clear, it is a public non-apology. We will not be apologizing. (laughs) One of our Twitter followers, John Henry Murr, sent us a link for a which World Cup player should we follow during the World Cup? So we thought that we would take this live and figure out together which we would take. Okay, so we're hoping for not bail at this point because of our loss, not loss, draw. I mean, not used to that. There being draws. Our draw with Wales yesterday. Um, so that's what I'm hoping we don't get. Do you have anyone you're hoping we don't get? Well, with your luck, we're probably going to get Arsenal, and they're not even a contender. <laughs> Shit! Upstand Gronky. Okay. That's not even a that's not even a player, but it's gonna happen. Okay, let's try it. Let's see what we get. All right. All right. So the first question is one, fame. I want a player who is a hidden gem, is kind of well known, or is famous. What are you thinking, Christina? Um, well, you know, uh I'm going to go with is a hidden gem. That's exactly where I was going with that one. So let's pick that. Okay. Two, World Cup odds. How important is contending for the title? Uh, The choices are, I prefer underdogs, a trophy would be nice, and we're here to win. So the thing is, is that my whole life, I followed American football, like, just barely. And then we would get to the Super Bowl, and I would always go for the underdog. And that was a – and then they would win. And I loved doing that. But here, I feel like I have a different view. And we might not agree on it. But mine is we're here to win. That's where I was too, actually. (laughs) I mean, this is really important to me. My logic probably is different than yours. My logic was if we're... If we're in the World Cup and we have to follow a player, if they don't make it out of the group stage, then that's kind of unfortunate for us. So I'm gonna I'm going with we're here to win as well. Okay. Okay, next one. World Cup experience. Grizzled veteran or first timer. Experience is overrated, or I want someone who's been there before. Mm, I would probably say experience is overrated. I was gonna say I want someone who's been here there before. Well, what tell us why. So I, I think that there's different pressures with different stages that you end up on when you play. And I kind of, I guess for this, it doesn't matter as much, but I know that people perform differently when they're in new environments. So, mm-hmm. um, although now that I'm explaining this, I feel like it doesn't matter much for this quiz. So maybe we should just go with the experience is overrated. All right. <laughs> okay, number four, origin. Where should they hail from? Europe, Asia, or Africa? The Americas. I feel like this question's a little um, ethnocentric here. Yeah. What do I want to pick? I feel like we have to go with the Americas. Yeah. Because. Fuck yeah, America. 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 Team okay. USA. I don't think we're going to get USA out of that. The Americas encompasses much more than Team USA. Maybe we'll get a Canadian. No. Okay, so we picked the Americas. Uh, number five, penalty kicking. Should this player be good at shooting penalties? Well, we just learned yesterday, and I'm just going to say this real quick, that those are kind of important. Yeah. With the USA Wales game. So uh, shootouts are silly anyway. 
be at least okay at it. Yes, give me a player who lives for that moment. See, I feel like that was critical. It was critical. Because to me, it seemed like Wales was not going to be able to get past us. Especially, We gave them an opportunity. We did. So you need to get somebody, have somebody on your team that can can perform in those in those moments because it it tied us up. So it did tie us up. It was unfortunate. Yeah. Okay, we'll pick yes. Give me a player who lives for that moment. Perfect DM. All right, position. Which position is your favorite? Forward, midfielder, or defender? I know my answer. What's your answer? Mine would be the goalkeeper, but that's not an answer. (laughs) Honestly, the first thing that came into my head was all of the above. All of the above? Yeah. And that's not, we can't pick that, obviously. But, I mean, with my very limited knowledge, I'm going to say that um, it would be the forward. Uh, That would be my second favorite after goalkeeper, so we can do that. Yeah. Okay. Seven, goals. Do you prefer the glory of the goal or the joy of helping teammates? There's nothing like a pretty pass. You can't win if you don't score. Those are two options. Well, it is a lot. It's very entertaining to watch a score. Um, But it is also nice to see, you know, good passes. So... As far as the experience, I guess, I don't know. I just prefer watching them go for it. Yeah. Every time. I mean, I know that there's a lot more to it, but just if it's about my preference, I'm going to say you can't win if you don't score. We'll pick it. Okay. Eight fouls. What are your feelings on flop? Oh, it's supposed to be flopping or drawing fouls. What are your feelings on flop or during drawing fouls? I'd rather hit someone than be hit, or flopping is just the smart thing to do. Well, I think that the flopping is a smart thing to do, and maybe I am wrong on this, but it does seem like if the other team gets a penalty for it, and it doesn't hurt you to stay down on the ground a little bit longer, yeah, why not? Get that stoppage time. Yeah. I also like the theater of it. It can be very entertaining. Appreciate the theater of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a sport where I think I'm going to be on the side of I want to hit, be the one to hit. You know. Yeah. If this was hockey, if it was hockey, yes. But here, let's just flop. Let's flop. Okay. Those were our eight questions. We got. Oh my god! You're not gonna believe this. You're not going to believe this. You remember how I joked about it being Canada? We pulled a Jonathan David. Jonathan David, Canada, is a great fit for you. After a 36-year absence, Le Rouges are making their first World Cup appearance since 1986. And we have the option to share it on Facebook or on Twitter. Wow, we're sharing it on both. (laughs) Okay, so this was from 538. This is a nice little quiz. We've posted it to our Twitter already. We'll post it to our Facebook as well. If you want to take it too and see if you can follow, um, go for it. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, that didn't age well. At the time of recording, 
Canada was still in the World Cup at the time of release of this episode, they are disqualified. Anyway, thank you for still sending us that quiz. It was fun. We'll just have to find a different person to follow. If you have a suggestion for who we should follow out of the group stage of the World Cup, please let us know through either any of our socials or through email. 